Hey everyone, Jeff Heimbach here. What you're about to listen to is our live performance that took place at Midsummer Scream. We had a full cast, full sound effects, everything, and it was a lot of fun. Now, not happy with just a normal performance, it was actually kind of a choose-your-own-adventure style, where the audience was able to partake and vote onto certain options that took place throughout the entire show. In addition to that, they also had to get up out of their seats and actually do something to help the show move along. So apologies in advance if there's a slight pause or you can hear some pages rustling as the cast turns their pages and waits for the audience decision. Overall, we had a lot of fun, the room was completely packed, people had to sit on the floor because there was no more seats left, and it was just great fun overall. A big thank you to everyone who came out for it, and to the entire cast and crew for making it such a huge success. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to us and support us. We hope you enjoy this special live performance and the consequences it has for the future of the show. We'll see you sometime soon, as soon as our hiatus is over. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. Can you hear me okay? Good? Yay! Thanks for coming. So, quick count. Yeah! How many of you have actually heard the show before? All right! Nice! And how many of you are you're coming in blind, right? You have no idea what's going on. Okay. Good. We'll surprise you, I hope. So here's the deal. Uh, Return Home is a uh, serialized audio drama podcast we've been doing for since March now. And it tells the story of this guy, Jonathan, who returns to his hometown of Melancholy Falls, New Jersey, after being away for a couple of years. And he finds that things are like really super strange. And it started out kind of serious, a mysterious uh, society of shadows. And it gets really weird real quick with like wear bunnies and, you know, psychopathic tentacles. So that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with here. So this is not just going to be a live stage reading of one of our new episodes, it's actually going to be very interactive. So at three different points throughout this performance, you're going to be given a choice. You will have to raise your hands for which choice you want, we'll, we'll tally the votes very quickly, and that will affect the outcome of the rest of the story. In addition to that, there'll be a point towards the end where you're going to have to get out of your seats and complete a task in order to defeat the bad guy. I don't know if you guys have been in a, uh, an escape room before, <laughs> but it's very similar to that. Not as hard, you're not gonna be stuck in here for an hour, though those doors are locked now, I'm sorry. Um, so you'll have to complete a task. We'll explain that when we get to that section. Um, but other than that, I hope you enjoy the show, and I guess we'll just get started. Come on upstairs, Cass. Sorry, it's a little tight up here. All right, you guys all ready? Perfect. Take it away, Corey. Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. <laughs> Along with my best friend Buddy, I found that larger forces were at play. I was a pawn for the Society of Shadows in their fight against the coming darkness. Serve the shadows! So far, our encounters with the problems of Melancholy Falls have been less than normal. From interdimensional psychopathic tentacles... Take this, you calamari son of a bitch! ...to hair-raising encounters with werebunnies. <laughs> to an encounter with the devil offering an impossible choice in the local diner. A choice, Mr. Sanderson. An impossible one, yes, but one that can take away the pain or keep it in your heart until the day you die. To one of the seven sins facing off against the Raggedy Man. Oh, that Raggedy Man with a 
I continue my journey to unravel the mystery of what my hometown has become or has always been. It is now time to return home. After our encounter with Avarice and the Raggedy Man a few days ago, things were quiet. A little too quiet. Quiet in Melancholy Falls meant that something big was about to happen. So Buddy and I were on the offensive to try to figure out what it was before whatever that something was happened. Which is when Buddy had a great idea. We should check out the city council meeting again. I mean, the last time we went, we found about, about a portal into time and space, and we were able to close it before anything got through. You know, minus the tall one and the short one that Mr. Mendelssohn chopped up in order to save me, and now two sentient psychopathic tentacles are hiding around town somewhere. But hey, a win's a win, right? No, that's a really good idea. My clue is off to anything strange happening around town. Let's get a move on then. Which is how we wound up at the town hall building on a Sunday afternoon. Amy joined us after Buddy called her, and she didn't have anything else to do that day. Your idea of a Sunday fun day is vastly different than most. The rest of America would just watch football at home. The rest of America doesn't have wear bunnies and a society of shadows running loose. Actually, that's not entirely true. While we were walking up the steps to City Hall, we didn't notice Zane sneak up behind us. He followed closely behind, obviously listening in on our conversation. No, it's fine. We weren't having a private conversation or anything. The Society of Shadows is based here in Melancholy Falls. But much like a franchising opportunity, we have branched out to other areas over time. We just like to keep it a secret. We're actually currently recruiting right now, if you know anyone who's interested. Sorry, those creepy masks won't look good on me, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'd much rather prefer the burlap bag over the head that you guys are oh so fond of. Suit yourself. Jonathan, glad to see you taking an interest in city matters. Yeah, it's more of a keeping an eye on you guys so we can try to keep a, a step ahead thing. Oh, that's adorable. You three are a regular Scooby gang. <laughs> All you need now is a dumb-witted dog to help you solve mysteries. Oh, wait! <laughs> Zane looked over at Buddy, giving him a once-over, trying to drive home his sarcastic points. Rude. See you all inside. Zane took off down one of the halls, probably to meet the rest of the city council before the meeting started. We entered the city council chamber soon after and took our seats. Within moments, the council arrived and we began the meeting. Order, order. We'd like to start the meeting. As always, I'm Victor Bolvin, head of the council, sitting in for Mayor De Palma, as she is still indisposed. We will go over the minutes from the last meeting, and then some housekeeping items before getting into new business. Mrs. Hendricks, can you read off the items from last month, please? Well, those signs that say Beiju is coming keep appearing still, and... We've been unable to find the culprit behind it. Uh, we, al we also discussed a date for opening the observatory's new equipment. Yeah! Also, a uh, new business in town, Alone Inc., submitted their plans for their new office building and pending council approval will begin construction. This all seems pretty normal to me. Why are we here again? Oh, and we promised to hold a vote for Norma Jean May this time around and her bid to run for mayor as Mayor De Palma has been indisposed for the better part of a year. Ah, yes, we did promise that. Perhaps an election is in order today. Looks like all of you need to make a decision later. Ah, decision. How could I resist something like that? DW, I didn't know you were going to be here. 
Why didn't you tell me? Uh, and ruin the surprise. <laughs> you should know me better than that. From the back of the room, D.W. Washburn, Buddy's kind of boyfriend, started making his way toward us. Excuse me, sir, but we are in the middle of a city council meeting, so if you can just... Oh, excuse moi, monsieur. I just heard that a major decision was being made today, and being as hell, that is my kind of thing. I thought I would drop by and see if I could help facilitate the process. Let me guess. You guys know him, too? Well, I guess we're kind of seeing each other. Oh, and he might possibly be the devil, too. But hey, who cares, right? Buddy is dating Satan? Uh, he actually prefers DW these days. Well, thank you. But as a proud American town, we have laws and procedures in place that have been around for almost 250 years that have served our country quite well says the country that's getting ready to elect a former reality TV star into their highest office. <laughs> yes, I tell you, are all doing quite well, aren't you? Well, I approve of DW already. <laughs> I'm here to make sure whatever choice is made is made by the proper people and that it is firmly put in place. No questions asked. And how will you do that? With my special skills, of course. Well, these guys are a little skeptical, D.W. You may need to give them a demonstration. Well, it would be my pleasure to do so. Now, this is a town filled with plenty of interesting folks from all walks of life, and uh, you're all quite wonderful. Everyone here is going to make a great decision when it comes down to it. I mean, look at everybody sitting here in this very room. You all are quite fantastic. <laughs> Except for you. Me? Yes, you. I don't like you. You don't like me? Yes. Your face. I do not like your face. I do not like your face. It's not proportioned correctly. <laughs> your nose, your eyes, it's not proportioned correctly. <laughs> now, if it were up to me, I'd kick you out of here right now and never look at you again. However, uh, <laughs> for the sake of demonstration, I'm going to give everyone else in here a chance an option of making a choice. To show them that their opinions do matter, that they can make a difference. And I can do that, and I can make it so. Meaning? Meaning that all of you in here will take a vote, and I will make it so. Will you allow Mr. I do not like your face to stay, or would you like him to be removed from the city council? <laughs> Is he serious? Now, hush now, just be thankful I didn't ask him to make a choice about you. Can he actually do that? Oh yeah, we've seen him do it once before, no big deal. Yeah, it was kind of impressive, actually. Now, by the show of hands, should he stay or should he go? Wait, wait, wait. Should he stay? Raise your hands. 
I think some of them might be dead. <laughs> My charm is working. Or should he go? Let me see. Those for go. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, all right then. It would, wouldn't have been my first choice. Well, <laughs> I could do. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that wants him gone. Well, the tribe has spoken. Are you serious? Get out of here. Yeah, yes, of course I'm serious. Go. Bye. Thank you. Nice you, Go now. <laughs> That's right. Keep going. All the way out the room. Democracy. All the way. Keep going. Bye bye. <laughs> he was cute too. <laughs> well, thank God he's gone. You're right. That was pretty impressive. <sighs> now, with the first order of business out of the way, uh, you all can carry on with your meeting, and I'll just step in when I'm needed. Uh, well, all right, then. This is preposterous. Are we just going to allow some stranger to butt into our important town business and make the decisions for us? Well, yes, actually. <laughs> I love seeing how this town works. <laughs> Carrying on, I suppose we should hear from Norma Jean May now and get this show on the road. Ms. May, can someone summon her, please? Summon her? Oh, this can't be good. A hush whisper fell over the room, as if all the air was sucked out of it, and a slight chant began to be heard. The air swirled, feeling like something was trying to force its way into our world. The participants on the council all covered their ears and tried to block the sound, as the chanting got louder, and then everything cut short with a pop. She always has to make an entrance. Why can't she just use the front door like everyone else? Because why use the front door when you can make an entrance? Before us was a woman, who also happened to be floating in midair and semi-transparent. She glowed with an unorthy aura, and eyes as red as glowing coals, and gave off an erythral presence. She was obviously not human. Oh, right. Floating women. <laughs> Why is no one else freaked out by this? For those who haven't met her before, Norma Jean May has been a resident of Melancholy Falls for almost 150 years. She also happens to be an overdramatic wraith. Overdramatic. <laughs> Look who's talking, show off. The three of us stared in awe as Norma Jean floated her way down to the front of the council. Do you guys deal with this kind of thing often? Not really. I mean, floating women is kind of a new one for us. Well, there was this one time in Kansas. Miss May, you have the floor. You may proceed. Thank you, Victor. Zane. Council. People of Melancholy Falls. My name is Norma Jean May. And I want to be mayor of this town. For almost a year now, we have all heard of this Mayor de Palma. Alas, she is always indisposed and is never seen. What sort of mayor is that? 
one that allows her power to be dispersed amongst the council, making decisions for her, since she cannot make them herself. Now, Norma, we just discussed perhaps holding an election today. Would you be prepared to state your platform and plead your case today? Absolutely. Would I be running unopposed? Well, despite Mayor De Palma not being here, you'd still be running against her. However, unless anyone else steps up to the plate, you'll be the only one in attendance today. I'll do it! I'm sorry, you'll do what? I'll run against Miss May. I will run for mayor. Oh great, just what we need. Quiet, you. But yes, no one else quite has this town's best interests at heart like I do. So why not? You? Best interests? Don't make me laugh. Oh, like you could run this town. Look at you. Everything about you is transparent, including your body. Maybe that's just what this town needs. Someone whose policies and procedures are open for all to see, not hiding in the shadows of a cave for hundreds of years. Zane shot Norma Jean a look that said if she had a corporal body, he would probably strangle her. Let us do this the old-fashioned way, like our founding fathers before us. Both sides will be allowed to debate their case in the same way we here in Melancholy Falls have been doing it since our town was founded by a game show. Wait, is that a thing? Our electoral college at work, clearly. Now this is getting interesting. In the interest of time, I will have Mrs. Hendricks ask you both some questions. The first to buzz in will be allowed to answer, and at the end of the game, everyone here will be allowed to vote for who they think wins. Are you both ready? Absolutely. Let's do this. And now, let's play Who Wants to Be the Next Mayor? <laughs> <laughs> A wall within the council's chambers turned then, with a decorated logo for what was now a game show taking place within the city council meeting. Well, this took an unexpected turn. If only all council, city council meetings were this exciting. Where the hell did they get that logo already? How often does this happen? All right, contestants, come on down and let's begin now. Both of you have a buzzer. Feel free to buzz in at any point during the question, but remember if you do, you need to answer. Are you ready? Here we go! I can't believe this is happening. Let's start with an easy one. Question one, what average person does what 13 times a day? Both Zane and Norma Jean went to buzz in. However, only Zane's buzzer went off. When Norma Jean tried to do it, her hand went right through it, her wraith-like form putting her at a disadvantage. Zane, what do you say? Wait, no fair, I buzzed first, but it didn't go off. The perks of having a corporeal body, it seems. Oh, shove it, you snake oil salesman. I hit first and you know it! Don't get uppity with me just because you don't know how to play the game. Yikes, looks like we have a bit of a disagreement already, judges. Actually, why not leave it up to the people? That's not a bad idea, DW. Let me call upon you all once again, the people of Melancholy Falls. By a show of hands, who do you think buzzed in first? Who should be allowed to answer? Zane? Was it Zane? (laughs) (laughs) 
Or was it Norma Jean? <laughs> Norma Jean it is. All right then, Norma Jean, what does the average person do 13 times a day? Well, that is easy. They plot the death. It's Norma Jean, dear. Fine. <laughs> the answer is obviously plot the death of your enemies. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. That is not correct. You were so close to the right answer, but not really. Ha! <laughs> How about you, Zane, for the steal? The correct answer is obviously adjust their hair. Oh, yikes. Sorry. That is incorrect as well. What? Not so easy, is it? Well, since you both got it wrong, it seems like we should just graduate into the lightning round before the final vote. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be here all night, and I'm sure these fine people have plenty other things to do before the day is out. So let's get to it! Oh, good. I'm great at lightning rounds. A shame you aren't good at winning, though. Watch yourself, Zane. This is getting real interesting. <laughs> I would probably pay a lot more attention to politics if this is how things were usually set. <laughs> okay, for this round, I will fire off questions about the town for each of you. And you must answer immediately or I will move on and you will forfeit the point. Are you ready? Yes. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Zane, in what year did we pass the Wooden Beast Act allowing Wooden Beast citizenship in our town? 1864. Correct, Norma Jean. What was the population of Melancholy Falls in 1947? Easy, 27,654. Correct, Zane, what is illegal to do in the banking district on Sunday at 3.45 a.m.? Child's play, you cannot wear a yellow rain slicker while holding a lollipop. Correct. Norma Jean, who comes once a year in December and visits the good boys and girls of town and rewards them for their behavior? Phyllis Navidad. Correct! Zane, town founder Alistair Gordon was allergic to... Tillamook cheese. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Correct! Norma Jean, what is illegal to eat with a fork on the third Wednesday of every month? Fried chicken. Correct! <laughs> Well, at the end of this lightning round, both contestants are tied! Wow, what a game! So, now what? Please tell me that there is a fight to the death. If only were life this exciting, now we just vote to see who we want to win. He is correct. After proving that they both know the town well, we take it to a vote to see who will become the next mayor of Melancholy Falls. And now? And now it's the end of the game. Thank you, both of you, for playing. And no matter what, both of you will get copies of the home version of this game to take home with you no matter what the outcome! <laughs> Woo! Fun. And now, as mentioned, is the time to elect the new mayor of Melancholy Falls. Each and every one of you here, think long and hard about this. 
your decision, whoever you elect as your next mayor, as our next mayor, will affect the town in many, many ways, perhaps even have some long-lasting effects on a town overall. The future is quite literally in your hands. Who will you choose? Just to review the candidates, you have three options. The current Mayor de Palma, who is indisposed, Zane Sanguine, and Norma Jean May. Again, that is uh, your current mayor, Mayor de Palma, who has yet to be seen. There is Zane Sanguine, who is connected to the mysterious Society of Shadows, and kind of a jerk to my boyfriend. Oh, we're putting a label on it now? Uh, <clears throat> and finally, the wreath, Norma Jean May, who may be a vengeful entity, but she really wants to run this town. Now let's do this. Who votes for <laughs> Mayor De Palma? <laughs> oh. Who votes for Zane Sanguine? Oh. And who votes for Norma Jean May? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting there, hang on. <laughs> this is a hanging chad sort of moment. <laughs> Counting the votes. The last time we hanged chad, well, he's, sorry, he's a nice guy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Congratulations to our new mayor, <laughs> Mayor Norma Jean May. Thank you. Thank you. And now it is time for some real change in this town. I did not see that coming. I don't think anyone did. This just continues to show that anything can happen in Melancholy Falls. This is insane. How could she have won? She's not even Cuban. Look at her. I demand to see her birth certificate. No, Zane. <laughs> You know that all complaints about the mayor need to be filed through the proper channels. No, this is absolutely unacceptable. I deserve to be mayor of this town, not some Ghostbusters reboot reject. Oh, that is it. I've had it. I have been listening to your constant chattering for way too long, and now I can't take it anymore. Uh, now, Norma, you should calm down. You know what happens when you... Do not tell me what to do. I know what happens. I want it to happen. In fact, as my first official act as mayor, I hereby declare death to Zang Sanguine. <laughs> The air in the room began to swirl again as Norma Jean May began to float, float above us. Her eyes burned into a crimson red now, darker than before, and looked to be filled with pure evil. Electrical discharges arced from her body as dark shapes began to form within her see-through form. This cannot be good. Can't things just normally end for Looks once? Looks like someone is about to go postal. 
So, sure we can be concerned about this, or... Oh, yes. Wraiths are quite deadly when they blow their top. You should probably get out of here. Don't mind if I do. Buddy, get back here. We have to stop this. I'm not up on my wraith lore. Any ideas on how we can do that? Oh, of course. <laughs> my ex-wife was a wraith. I know exactly how to get this under control. Ex-wife? Don't think that you're not going to just gloss over that fact later, mister. You have some explaining to do. So, what do we do? When wreaths manifest, they always have a fail-safe phrase that comes with them. It's their one built-in flaw. Just when I thought this couldn't get any weirder, now there is a secret word? It's some leftover aspect of their creation. However, once the wraiths found out that that was happening, they managed to find a way to scramble the phrase into three parts. So people have to spend the time finding it and then putting it back together in order to use it. So wait, the phrase is here already? Oh yes. The moment she appeared earlier, her shutdown phrase appeared here, somewhere in this room. So you're saying that we need to find, whatever we need to find is hidden somewhere in this room? Indeed. Three-somethings, in fact, usually in a convenient white envelope. So you already know exactly what you're looking for. So we should look for three white envelopes. Yes. All of us in the room should look for three white <laughs> envelopes. Oh my god, he's talking to you guys. Yes, help us find the envelopes. Look around, find the envelopes, and help us unscramble the phrase to stop Norma Jean. Is it envelope or envelope? <laughs> <laughs> Envelope. I think the two were found. How many were found so far? If you have one up, there's one, where's, there's two. Okay, so we're missing one. Look under the chairs, perhaps in row one. Rip up the carpet! No, we're paying. Those of you who have envelopes, bring them up to the front that you have so we can see what they say. Check the first two rows. The first row, perhaps? The first row? Like the under the, oh, there's oh, a there's third there's envelope. Come on up. All right, those of you with the envelopes, I suggest you maybe, I don't know, maybe figure out whatever they say. You can open them. Oh, thank God. The last time this happened, it took three hours. <laughs> this one's been eating Noxima. <laughs> so what does it say? I'm sorry, what was that? Hang on. You have no power over me. Yes, that's perfect, perfect. Now we all have to say it at the same time. Now are you ready? You have no power over me. What? What did you say? You have no power over me. What? How? How did you figure out my failsafe frames? With the help of these fine people. Turns out they're awfully good at finding white envelopes when told exactly where to go. That's right! You have no power here, you wraith wench! Go! Get out of here! Oh, I... <laughs> you may have lost, but next time, you won't be so lucky. I'll be better. Do you hear me? And do you know why? Because I am your mayor now, Melancholy Falls. You can't get rid of me forever. I'll be back. <laughs> well, that was some election. <laughs> well then, 
Thank you. Thank all of you for your assistance in that matter. However, remember the next time you vote, be a little more mindful of your choices. <laughs> you never know what is going to happen, especially voting a wraith into office. I think now would be a good time to declare this meeting adjourned. And with that, the city council meeting was over. Well, clearly it was a good thing we came today. Who knows what would have happened if she got out of control? Oh, and you know politics, all bark and no bite. I'm sure it would have been fine, but there is a good reason and a good lesson to take away from today. And what's that? No matter what you think, no matter how small it may seem, our voices do matter. Every chance we make, no matter how inconsequential, things can change for the better or for the worst. <laughs> Speak up and we can always make a difference. Hey, wait a second. We'll let you back in here. <laughs> yes, you. We voted you out. Get out of here. I, I, get. Well, I said go. Play with me. I've got no time today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming. This has been Return Home. Take it away, Corey. This has been Return Home, Episode 6, Candidate, featuring the vocal talents of Forrest Orta, Bridget Farmer, Amy Fye, Alyssa Retorno, BJ Grip. Cleve Nettles, <laughs> Clarence Leonard, <laughs> Alexander Eccles, <laughs> the wonderful Jeff Heimbuck. <laughs> I'm Corey Celeste. This has been Return Home, and as always, pleasant dreams. Thank you for coming, everyone. If you haven't listened, listen to us on iTunes. You can find us. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>